What's good, everybody? Welcome back. In the last podcast, I talked about the upcoming perma recession. And if you didn't listen to that, I'll give you a quick recap. So populations are decreasing around the world. And I got interested in the subject after watching a podcast in which a venture capitalist explained that South Korea has a birth rate of 0.7, which means that their population will be pretty close to zero in about about 2100 in the year 2100 and that it makes it impossible to invest in that country and I was saying well he was saying that since that's the case their economy is going to be shrinking year over year and eventually they'll have infrastructure problems because the population isn't growing the economy will shrink every year investments will be leaving the country and they're going to be in a permanent recession and at the end, I gave a very small rant or something like something, something like that on why people aren't having children. And I pointed that men and women see each other as antagonistic. And yeah, I'll pick up right there. So I mentioned that there's a lot of propaganda towards men and towards women. The propaganda towards men is saying that she'll divorce you anyway. She's going to take the kids and run. She's not emotionally available. She just um, this and that. She doesn't have any empathy. And you should just sleep with these girls and leave them alone. And this propaganda, if you accept it as a man, is virtually a guarantee that you won't have any kids. Or that if you do have kids, you'll, you won't see them because you're going to choose a woman that is going to take your kids away from you. And on the woman side of things, they're, they're receiving a lot of propaganda that men are toxic they're in the way. The patriarchy been holding them down so long. The glass ceiling, all that stuff. Men are your enemy. And if a woman accepts that view of men, she will choose a man that holds those views and she'll leave him. And if she has kids, she'll take his kids away from him. Or she won't have kids at all. She'll just be a career woman and do her thing like that. There are a lot of other cultural factors at play. But there's the main factor, the main factor that I've heard some people talk about, but haven't said explicitly. And the main factor driving men against women is the government. Men versus women is a government program. I know that may sound crazy to some of you, but you have to understand a principle that the effects of a program are the program, is the program, I mean. Like, let's say, let's take welfare, for example, right? Does welfare increase welfare, like actual welfare? No. Welfare increases suffering, increases family division, and poverty. So the government program called welfare isn't welfare. It doesn't result in welfare. It results in broken families, poor people, drug addicts, people who can avoid consequences. So it's safe to say welfare is a government program perpetuating poverty and family breakdown. The effects of a program is the program. And pretty much every government program does the opposite of what it says it'll do, like the CARES Act or the Patriot Act or the I Love America Act. That's not a real act, but if they were to do something like that, it would be taking action that is in direct opposition to American values. Now, I say it's a government program. Because policies result in people breaking up their families and screwing their relationships over. 
because they get to avoid consequences in the short term. Women get the consequence, or they don't have the consequence of having to raise a child without the help of the government. So that means they can choose men who are not good fathers. And the men, they get to choose bad women because there aren't any consequences for it. Well, the consequence is alimony and child support. But the consequence that most people are missing when they talk about this online is that they don't have the consequence of facing rejection from quality women. Being rejected, especially in a sexual manner, like you express some liking in a girl or whatever, that's tough, man. That's one of the toughest feelings that you'll ever experience. And you don't have to face that consequence if you can just choose bad women and then get away with it. Another government program that we see playing out for our eyes is the young versus the old. I'm a young person. I cannot wait to be an old person. Well, well, I can wait, but I think I'll be fine in my old age. But anyway, to the point. A lot of younger people have resentment toward the older people because all that tax money is going Social Security, which is not funded, by the way. It's just uh, it's another income tax, which means that they take the money and they spend it. They're not saving that money. It's not an account anywhere. They just take the money and they spend it on government programs. And all these Social Security taxes are going to these old people who are still working jobs. <laughs> so it's... It's very hard as a young person to get a quality job now because old people are staying there longer and longer and they're sucking up Social Security and they're taking up the roads and they're driving off slow. (laughs) So the old people are in the way of young people getting started in their lives in a proper way. The old people own all the property. They have all the job security. They get looked ahead first in the job market. Man, when I was trying to get a job as a programmer, it took me literally a year and some change to get a job. A year and some change. And that's good timing. A lot of people end up with no job. You can go to college for a computer science degree and you can be a freaking, you can be pretty good. And you'll be waiting for a job for a couple years. And the old people are against the young people because the young people don't want to take care of them after being abused for so long. Every once in a while, if you're a Windows user, there's this bar at the top, at the bottom of your screen, the the taskbar, and it has this news panel. And every once in a while, I click on it, and I see these articles about parents complaining about how their children left them and don't want to talk to them anymore, and how they actually need their children to take care of them. Those old people, they haven't taken any responsibility, of course, so they just blame their children. If only they understood how much I did for them, they selfish brat, all that craziness. Like, you've raised them. It's your fault. But they don't take responsibility, and they hate the young people because of it. They see it as a social contagion that something got in the water, and young people are just not the same as they were when they were young. And since they get government funding for their retirement, they don't have to face the consequences of what they did as a parent. Which means they can continue to treat their children like shit, pretty much. And now we're ready to talk about the benefits of the permanent recession. So, with the economy shrinking year over year, jobs decreasing, less investment and such, consequences get moved closer and closer to back where they should be, which is right in front of your face. For young men and women, this means you won't be able to get the the government money when you get pregnant from some shitty dude you just have to stick up with it or 
uh, you'll just vet harder. You'll choose a better man from the get-go, and that will increase family viability. And as you increase the bar for a relationship with women, they'll have better relationships, which means they'll have families and start repopulating the earth. And this means that they'll have to treat their children well so that when their children get older, they'll be able to take care of them, have their children take care of them in their old age because the government Social Security won't be there and the nursing homes are going to be um, very underserving. This also means that eventually the Social Security tax will go away, hopefully. And that means young people will have more money to start families, which means more families, <laughs> which means an increasing population eventually. And with an increasing population, you have more people to take care of the old people again. I wouldn't expect you to know this because it's, this is kind of random, but the nursing homes are always in a sort shortage of employees. They cannot fill those places up with people that want to work with old people. And I spent a lot, a lot of time in nursing homes. My mom was a, a nurse assistant, and I used to go with her to work sometimes. It doesn't matter why, but those people in there, they're freaking depressed as hell, man. And you should try your hardest as you get older to keep yourself in shape. Make sure you're not fat. Make sure you have good relationships with your kids so that they don't they won't just drop you off the nursing home and let you die. Because those people are freaking depressed as hell. And when they see a young person come in there like me, they're just all over you, bro. But as consequences get closer to our faces, which means that government money is out of the way, you'll we'll see those people who treated their kids like shit and got dropped off in a nursing home. And we'll say, I don't want to be like that when I get older, so I'm going to treat my kids well. And... Kids who are treated well grow up to be adults who want to have kids, which leads to population growth, which leads to stable families, which leads to all the times of good, good stuff. Ah, man. I hope that made sense. I was kind of rambly in this one. But although we won't benefit from the permanent recession, in two or three generations from now, we will have seen it as an, a good thing, a good thing, a turn in the right direction. And... They will have more hope and more opportunity than we could ever imagine. And with that being said, I will see you in the next one.